God have mercy on us all. Government officials insist that this is an isolated incident. He knew the world would not be the same. Hey everybody, welcome to The Daily Resurgence. My name is Brian, and today we have another jam-packed episode. As per usual, nothing really changes. I try to have a jam-packed episode every single time I do this, every single time I go live. And uh, the news is just getting more exciting. And um, today, without further ado, actually before we begin today's uh, live stream, I just want to thank uh, all of my recent viewers and subscribers uh, for uh, watching one of my recent uh, YouTube clips, um, youtube.com slash The Daily Resurgence. You can find me. Uh, just type in The Daily Resurgence. You'll find me. I'm like the first profile there. Um, I just want to thank every single person for taking the time, watching the video, liking the video, and subscribing, and also commenting. There's a really great conversation going on on that um that video about china uh potentially joining russia or china and russia basically attacking hawaii again you can go to my youtube channel and you can find out more about that i also talked about it in the podcast yesterday but without further ado um we are going to talk a lot about china because uh, China is a is obviously something that is on a lot of people's minds. And admittedly, I don't know everything there is to know about China. I'm learning. Um, I'm I'm learning a lot as we go. I know a lot about you know a lot of stuff, a lot of political stuff. But uh, to be honest, uh, China I haven't read that deep into. Um, I've I've read deep into. Um, you know, the conflict in the Middle East and all of that stuff. But this Chinese threat, this is a new thing for me. Uh, so bear with me when I go through this information. I am learning um, and, uh, you know, I intend to do a lot more learning over the weekend uh, since, you know, when you're watching this or listening to this, it will be Friday. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about a few things. And one thing that really popped out to me was this story right here. This is from Bloomberg.com. Global tax overhaul endorsed by 130 nations as deal gets closer. This one really popped out at me because I, for one, am against taxation. I think taxation is theft. And I am definitely against global taxation. So this really um, this really caught my eye here. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the article. The world took a big step toward sweeping changes to global taxation as 130 countries and jurisdictions endorsed setting a minimum rate for corporations along with rules to share the spoils from multinational firms like Facebook and Alphabet Inc.'s Google. That could mean implementation as soon as 2023 of rules that would curtail tax evasion by making multinational companies pay an effective rate of at least 15% and give smaller countries more tax revenue from foreign firms. Uh, 
Resolving the issue had become increasingly urgent for the world economy after disagreements over taxing tech firms and setting a minimum rate spiraled into trade tensions last year. The promise of nearly $150 billion in extra revenue for governments also helped get a deal over the line as most countries face massive budget shortfalls in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, um, we also have a uh, video here uh, that I will share with you. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has called for a global minimum tax rate. Uh, the goal, getting other countries on board in order to prevent offshoring. This is a tax rate for corporations. Let's listen. Competitiveness is about more than how U.S. headquarters com headquartered companies fair against other companies in global merger and acquisition bids. It's about making sure that governments have stable tax systems that raise sufficient revenue to invest in essential public goods and respond to crises. So this is so it's 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 kind of troubling, okay, because they're basically Okay, I want This is for my my viewers here. Okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put her face up here. This is the face that says, "Eat the rich." Okay, if you for my podcast listeners, I have um, what's her name here? Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary. I have her on the uh, the video here. This is the face that says, "Eat the rich." Okay. One tax for all. So basically what happened, uh, corporate tax rates were going down because Donald Trump slashed the corporate tax rate, which for simplicity's sake, basically encourages companies to build here, to come to our country. The lower the corporate tax rate, the more appealing it is for a company, for a massive corporation to build their business here. Therefore, employing hundreds of thousands of people in this country, building and manufacturing in this country. The money stays in this country. But what Janet Yellen is calling for is a global minimum corporate tax. Because what they are arguing was that we were seeing a bunch of countries just lower their tax rates. They said it was a race to the bottom. In my opinion, a race to the bottom is a good thing. What this world needs is less taxes. And less taxes sparks more innovation. It means people can reap the rewards from their labor. But what Janet Yellen uh, wants is basically... For all of that to go away, they want to tax these corporations, these multinational corporations, at, if I'm not mistaken, at least 15%. Okay? At least 15%. And while they do have a good point about corporations evading taxes by moving offshores, problem is is that they're getting a global tax this is really expensive okay and you know they make it sound all flowery and all good by saying 
because of this pandemic situation that we're in, this is going to bring a lot of money to smaller countries. Yet it was only agreed on by the seven biggest nations of, of, of the world. Um, so small countries really had no say in this. Um, they're going to get some magical corporate tax, and that's going to go towards what? They said COVID-19 relief. Really? Because I personally don't really think that corporations should be feeding governments, soul-sucking governments that do nothing for the people. Facebook, Google, all of these other corporations, Microsoft, have done more for the global good than any one of these governments. Have you seen Google start any wars? Like actual wars? Have you seen Facebook do it? Um, their worst crime is the basically the siphoning of our data, of our personal data. And that's one thing that I wish governments would work to clamp down on. But it doesn't have to result in uh, more taxes for these companies or a global tax. Look, guys, the moment we start inching closer and closer to a global tax is the moment we start inching closer and closer to a global order, a new world order. This is the problem with things like this. The general public would will look at this and they'll be like, oh, what's the big deal? A global tax? Yeah, tax the rich. Tax Facebook. Tax Google. But this isn't just a regular corporate tax. And by the way, I think... Slashing the corporate tax was a good move by the former president. But this isn't that move at all. Okay, we're talking about a global tax on corporations. I mean, really. Now, now countries, 150-some countries, are, are banding together and taxing people. Yet they tell us there's no such thing as global government. They tell us there's, there's no such thing as, um, what do you call it, globalization. This is globalization, people. And the more we allow stuff like this to happen, the more we inch closer and closer to global tyranny. So I think it's really important that we keep an eye on this story. We keep an eye on Janet Yellen. We keep an eye on other eat-the-rich types, and we put them back in their place. But you know what the sad part is? This global tax overhaul will likely stay. And um, it will be pushed by places and entities like the World Economic Forum. It will be pushed by people like Klaus Schwab, who are for a more globalist state of the world. They agree with this kind of thing. It's for the greater good. The only thing I'm concerned about is the well-being of my country. And, you know, we should have some camaraderie, right? We should live in peace. But this is not the way to do it. Okay? In a global market, there will be competitiveness. 
And uh, I think it's really healthy for countries to lower their tax rates. And, and guess what? It was a race to the bottom, which was a good thing. And they complain about governments not having uh, enough money. Well, stop spending all of the money that you get, okay? That's the main problem. You don't need more revenue, okay? You need to stop spending money. That's what you need to do. Okay, I think uh, I think Joe Biden says somewhere that that you know taxes like this would raise 1.5 trillion dollars so that they can spend on infrastructure, or whatever. It's a lie. Money's going to disappear. Our roads and bridges are still going to be crumbling. None of this matters. Taxes, they never help. Okay, they never help. And even if we have, um, I'm going off on a tangent here, but bear with me. Even if we have, um, you know, high tax revenue, it's not going to result in anything better, okay? Even if we have government-sponsored programs, even if we have government-sponsored services, we're not going to see an improvement in the quality of life. How many government services do you need to come across in your life to know that none of them work? None of them are good, okay? Compare uh, FedEx to the U.S. Post Office, for example, U.S. Postal Service. It's a joke, okay? But anyway, uh, enough with the global tax talk. (laughs) Now we are going to talk about what you really want to hear about. And what I really want to learn more about. And what I am uh, honestly, uh, you know, mildly concerned about. And that is... China, or rather, the Chinese Communist Party under President Xi Jinping. Now, China's been in the news lately because they have been increasing their stances throughout the world. Uh, They have been becoming more aggressive in their talks and the way they're talking to the world. They have become more aggressive. And this... Maybe the most aggressive thing I have ever heard from a country. Okay? This is a threat. Make no mistake. China's president, this is from the New York Post. China's president, Xi Jinping, warns bullies will face broken heads and bloodshed. That's a quote. Chinese president, Xi Jinping, warned that any country that attempts to bully China will face, quote, broken heads, and bloodshed during a defiant speech Thursday marking the 100th anniversary of the Communist Party. Quote, The Chinese people will absolutely not allow any foreign force to bully, oppress, or enslave us, and anyone who attempts to do so will face broken heads and bloodshed in front of the Iron Great Wall of the 1.4 billion Chinese people. Xi said at the celebration near uh, Tiananmen Square, filled with thousands of people waving Chinese flags and singing patriotic songs. Quote, without the Communist Party, there will be no new China, he said to roaring applause. Xi delivered his speech amid rising criticism over China's handling of the coronavirus pandemic that was first reported in Wuhan in December 2019 and human rights abuses connected to its treatment of the ethnic minority 
who are held in forced labor camps in Xinjiang. The U.S. and other countries have also taken actions against China, which has the world's second largest economy for unfair trade practices and for stealing intellectual property. During the event that included a military flyover, Xi predicted that China would soon have the world's greatest fighting force. Quote, We will turn the people's military into a world-class military with even stronger capabilities and even more reliable means to safeguard the nation's sovereignty, security, and development interests, he said. Xi also pledged to complete reunification with democratically ruled Taiwan. <laughs> Solving the Taiwan question and realizing the complete reunification of the motherland are the unswerving historical tasks of the Chinese Communist Party and the common aspiration of all Chinese people. All sons and daughters of China, including compatriots of both sides of the Taiwan Strait, must work together and move forward in solidarity, resolutely smashing any Taiwan independence plots, she said. <laughs> okay, so we have this flowery language again from President Xi Jinping. I just love saying his name. And he wants us to believe like, oh, we're just reunifying China. Okay, reunifying China. That's what he wants us to, to think. Okay, but at the end he says, resolutely smashing any Taiwan independence plots. Well, that doesn't really sound like a reunification. Sounds like a forced reunification. Sounds like a forced takeover of Taiwan. Now, unlike uh, John Cena, okay, unlike LeBron James, I don't care what China thinks of me, okay? Because China, in my humble opinion, is a form of a threat. Now, let me clarify that, okay? Because there's a lot of talk in, in the comment section of one of my videos of people saying, we're going to war, we're going to war with China. It's going to be an end all, an end to all things, right? It's going to be a blood bloodbath. We're going to go to war with China. It's going to be bloody. I personally don't think it's going to be like that. I personally see it being as more of a Cold War type scenario. Okay. The stakes are too high for both China and, and, and the United States of America. If China were to, uh, let's say, like that Japanese official so-called predicted, if China were to attack a place like Hawaii, it would destabilize the entire agenda that Xi Jinping has, okay? In order to remain powerful, they have to be a large force, but not just as a military force. Now, granted, they can totally lose their heads and go on an ego trip and completely, you know not obliterate but they could try to attack us right they, they could do that but to attack the world's most powerful country that holds a significant amount of nuclear weapons it's probably not the smartest thing to do mr xi jinping so i am not concerned whatsoever not saying that nothing would happen because you never know right 
these dictator types, you never know with them, right? They can lash out. But Xi Jinping, to me, strikes me as more of a calculated individual, okay? Everything about the rise of China under his regime has been fairly calculated. And I, I just don't see a crazy move like uh, attacking Hawaii or something, okay? Why would they do that when they can attack us with a virus? Wink, wink. Okay? Why would they do that when they can attack us economically? Okay? They, they have already contributed to the demise of the global economy and have used that time to boost their own economy. Okay? So, China... Doing such a drastic military move like that, I, I highly doubt it. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just a guy here on YouTube in his log cabin, okay? I, I, I don't know, right? <laughs> so take what I have to say with a grain of salt. It's just my opinion. But um, And again, I don't know everything there is to know about China, okay? Uh, certainly, there are a lot of people in my comment section who know a great deal more um, or who are at least... They're a little, they seem a little more passionate about it. Um, I am not worried one iota, okay, uh, at all. CNBC, China's aggressive behavior on the global stage is an immense danger, says analysts. As the Chinese Communist Party celebrates the 100th year since its founding this week, an analyst has warned of the immense danger from Beijing's increasing aggression on the global stage. Orville Schell, the Arthur Ross Director of Asia Society Center on U.S.-China Relations, said China's aggression, coupled with the rise of its military, could result in a military accident, even a military clash. Quote, if that comes to pass, that could spell the end of China's dream. It could end the global market system. It could be the upending of many, many things as we know it today. Shelto CNBC's Squawk Box Asia on Monday. Quote, and that's why this is such an immense danger that China's wolf warrior diplomacy, its aggressiveness, which seems bent on doing what it wants to do, regardless of what anyone else thinks, is such a danger, he added. China has been flexing its geopolitical muscles over the past year when much of the world was grappling with the COVID-19 pandemic that has caused its relationship with several countries to deteriorate. Among other things, China slapped trade sanctions on Australia, had a military clash with India along the border the two countries share, and effectively taken control of parts of the disputed South China Sea, where China and several Southeast Asian countries have overlapping territorial claims. Chinese diplomats overseas have also become more aggressive against other countries, both in person and on Twitter, a platform banned on the mainland. Some analysts have dubbed the approach Wolf Warrior Diplomacy after nationalistic Chinese action movies of a similar name. I think it is a stunning fact that China, just as it becomes successful and more wealthy and more powerful, has managed to alienate one country after another. And you see, that particularly is the danger when they alienate themselves, okay? Like Germany did during World War II. When they alienate themselves from everybody else, they become more extreme in nature, okay? And China could possibly be doing that, but 
it always ends in the demise of that country. Tyranny, a tyranny like the Chinese Communist Party cannot last. It can only last so long. And one can argue that the reason it has lasted this long is because they haven't engaged in such dramatic affairs. Okay, and by by dramatic affair, I mean um, a global war. Okay, <laughs> which which is what would spark if China were to attack the United States of America. It would mark the end of the Chinese Communist Party. It would mark the end of everything that they've built over one hundred years. And I just don't think they want to jeopardize that. Okay, they have a good thing going in China. Not for the Chinese people, but the Chinese Communist Party is basking in glory over there. And I just don't think they're going to jeopardize all of that all over some egotistical move. I just don't think so. U.S. says China's nuclear buildup is concerning. This is from Reuters. The United States said on Thursday that China's rapid buildup of its nuclear forces was concerning and called on Beijing to engage with it to reduce quote, the risks of destabilizing arms races. State Department spokesperson Ned Price told a news briefing the buildup had become more difficult for China to hide and it appeared it was de deviating from decades of nuclear strategy based around minimal deterrence. Price was responding to a question about a report in the Washington Post that said China had begun constructing more than 100 new missile silos in a desert area in the western part of the country. These reports and other developments suggest that the PRC's nuclear arsenal will grow more quickly and due to a higher level than perhaps previously anticipated, Price said using the acronym of the People's Republic of China. This buildup is concerning. It raises questions about the PRC's intent. And for us, it reinforces the importance of pursuing practical measures to reduce nuclear risk. Quote, we encourage Beijing to engage with us on practical measures to reduce the risk of destabilizing arms races, potentially destabilizing tensions. Price added that this is why President Joe Biden had prioritized strategic stability in his engagement with Russian President Vladimir Putin and added the same rationale would apply to engagement with another nuclear power, the People Republic of China. Price also said that the United States had taken note of remarks by Chinese leader Xi Jinping at a ceremony marking the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Chinese Communist Party earlier on Thursday, but was not going to comment on the specifics. Of course, of course we took note. You think we're just sitting on our hands here? What do you think the United States government and the military and the Pentagon is doing? Okay, if, if a world leader... At the, at the stature of Xi Jinping makes a remark like that, trust me, people listen, okay? No different than when Donald Trump was making remarks that were strong like that, okay? The, the, the world took us seriously. And, and I think this, that, that's what's happening with China right now. One more thing before we go, people. Satellite photos show China expanding its mysterious desert airfield. This is from NPR News. It inspires comparisons to Area 51, a massive three-mile-long runway in a remote patch of Chinese desert, hundreds of miles from any cities. 
Now, it looks like the site is undergoing an expansion. Satellite imagery from the commercial company Maxar, supplied exclusively to NPR, shows around a dozen large concrete buildings under construction near the landing strip. The buildings mark a significant change at the airfield, which up until now lacked much in the way of permanent accommodation. Quote, I think we're observing what appears to be a pretty important facility for China's military space activities that appears to be growing says Ankit Panda, a senior fellow at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace who tracks space issues there. The runway on the edge of China's former nuclear weapons test range at Lop Nur sprung from nowhere in 2016. In 2020, observers believed that China landed a highly classified space plane there. And they go on to note that this space plane, it's not big enough to hold astronauts, right? It's smaller. So they think that they're testing equipment here. But uh, for my podcast listeners here, if you look at this, it's an above view. It looks like Area 51. It's it's airstrips in the shape of a triangle. And uh, apparently they've been constructing some buildings there. So you can't hide from the satellite imagery, China. We know what you're up to. Okay. But yes, I show you all of this because it is no secret that China is expanding their military might on the global stage. It is no secret. I think China has been making that clear for many years now. And we all know that China has been an upcoming world power. Okay, And Honestly, I, I, I'm going to liken this to the Great Cold War uh, that sprung after World War II. I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see an arms race again. And we're going to see uh, little fights in, in smaller countries that you may never have heard of. That's where the battlefronts are going to be. And we're not going to have China invade the United States. I know they're crazy. But I don't think they're suicidal. And uh, I think personally that's what's going to happen. So you can sleep tonight, okay? Because I don't think that China is going to just lash out. Um, it, It just doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, as I said before, I could be entirely wrong. I'm just a guy on the internet with his own podcast, okay? Um, So please take what I say with a grain of salt. Um, Not a big deal, honestly. I am enjoying this conversation that we're having here on my channel. I'm, I'm glad that uh, one of my videos sparked a lot of conversation on the channel. It's getting people talking, and that is what the Daily Resurgence is all about. It's about starting a conversation about these important matters. That's what it's about. I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have, I don't have to have all the right answers, Okay, nor do I uh, claim to have all the right answers, but I will stand for liberty. Uh, and I will stand against tyrants like China. I don't like China, okay? China's been ripping us off for years. And the truth is, is that they need to cut it out, okay? I'm sick of them stealing our our, our schematics. I'm sick of them hacking into our uh, Pentagon computers. I'm sick of it all. Uh, I'm sick of their uh, disrespect towards our intellectual pro- uh, property rights, you know? And how they just rip off all of our products and sell knockoffs. I'm sick of it. Okay. I'm sick of how uh, they went ahead and started this whole uh, pandemic leak, right, with the coronavirus. It came, uh, look, 
<laughs> this is going to be very controversial, okay? Probably not to my listeners, but people are talking about how the virus may have come from the Wuhan lab. It's because there was, uh, it's like John Stewart said, uh, the virus came from a lab in Wuhan that was experimenting on these types of viruses. So, hey, look, I can only say so much here on these platforms. As you guys know, I am being censored. So if you can, please like and subscribe to the channel. Rate this podcast. Give it five big old stars. Smash the like button. Actually, I take that back. Obliterate the like button. Um, tell YouTube that you like this content. Because the more you do that, the more these videos surface to more people and the more of a conversation we can have amongst each other. Guys, thank you again for uh, listening to this. Um, and here's a great time to plug my Discord. Uh, for all of you new people, uh, I do have a Discord. Uh, right now there are no members, but I do have a Discord and uh, I created it so that we can all have a continuing conversation there and we can all learn from each other and grow. So, um, and in case bad things happen, uh, like China does invade, it's a good place for us to have a connection with each other. Us freedom fighters, us lovers of liberty, us patriots need to stay together now more than ever to fight these globalist, tyrannical regimes. I will see you in the next one.